chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the world-famous NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my co-hosts, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we got a uh, doubleheader on Saturdays. Uh, NASCAR is heading to Richmond. Uh, we got the Go Bowling 250 at 2 p.m. Eastern, and then the Cup Series race begins five hours later at 7 p.m. Yeah, uh, um weird you know i like the two separate days thing but you know you do you richmond you gotta uh two two races one ticket there you go so a pretty slow week around nascar in terms of news uh in my opinion uh on tuesday and wednesday uh nascar hell nascar and goodyear uh held a next-gen test at daytona international speedway with eight cars driven by Chris Buescher, William Byron, Ross Chastain, Cole Custer, uh, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, and Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s. Looking at the quotes, most drivers were pleased with where the car is at, but there's uh, just little kinks to work out before now in February. Chris Buescher mentioned uh, the rear view mirror, just something to get used to, but I think Denny Hamlin said it best. It's a race car. It's got four tires and a steering wheel, so we'll figure it out. Yeah, um, you know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. They said that uh, for the car tomorrow, and then look what we got. But yeah, um, I'm worried because it seems like they're doing a lot of the testing at Daytona, like because they want the Daytona 500 to be, uh, you know, you want that to go off well. But I'd like to see more testing at the other tracks. I don't want a car that just runs well at Daytona and then have the rest of the year be a shit show. Yeah. So be interesting to see. Obviously, there'll be more tests and stuff run uh, after this season's over, but nice to see them. Uh, and nice to see good reviews from the drivers, too. It could be a lot worse where they're going, you know, what the hell is this? Or, you know, this thing's a piece of crap. But uh, it looks like everything is uh, running smoothly as far as next gen goes. And uh, hopefully we'll have a pretty good car. Well, what I want to know, I mean, I didn't see photos from the test. Did they run with the numbers up front? Are the uh, it was like running? a little bit more to the front, but it looked pretty normal to me. Like, are I the car is the numbers up front slowing the cars down? I heard that the drag caused by moving the numbers to the front could run the horsepower down a little bit. Um, yeah, it looked pretty normal to me. Okay. Um, NASCAR's Hall of Fame ceremony will take place uh, January 21st of 2022. It was originally scheduled for February of this year, but was postponed due to COVID. So, I mean, they can have a Hall of Fame ceremony, but we can't do qualifying. So Toyota uh, Development Racing guys got to be pretty pissed about this. Being inducted into the hall, this is no news, uh, but just Dale Jr., Red Farmer, and Mike Stefanik. There you go. Uh, everybody knows Jr., uh, Red Farmer was a part of the Alabama gang, which sounds dangerous. And an exact win total <laughs> is unknown, but he was a badass. Uh, he has more than 700 wins, and apparently he still races, and he's close to 90 years old. So he drives better than half the college students that are driving around here in Texas. Yeah, we got to see one of those in a bang-up job the other day. Yeah. Some jackass, uh, you know, you can't see a semi-truck or a uh, moving truck in front of you. I mean, how do you miss that? I don't get it. Yeah, anyhow, uh, yeah, Alabama gang. Well, one of my favorite drivers growing up, Neil Bonnet, was a uh, Alabama gang 
uh, member. We should uh, try to get Red Farmer on the podcast. I'm sure he's got some stories. We'll work on it. Yeah, you'll email him, and he'll be like, "What the hell?" Is and email? they'll do what most of the NASCAR people do to us. They they return the email at six thirty a.m. Like apparently that's the only window they open email at, and then you reply to them at like nine, like a normal person would do, and then they just never reply back to your reply. I, I still have four people I'm waiting to hear back from. They're like, yeah, we'd love to. Oh, would this day work? I'm going to be silent so you can put cricket noises in. <laughs> uh, so that'll be uh, pretty cool to see the Hall of Fame ceremony again taking place uh, January 21st in 2022. Uh, per the Sports Business Journal, NASCAR could release their 2022 Cup Series schedule next week. You alluded to this um, in our last episode, I believe, possible changes, including holding the clash at the Los Angeles Coliseum, the addition of the world, what was the Worldwide Raceway, WWE Technologies. Yeah, and St. Louis and Pocono um, could lose a race date. Yeah, I mean, I if that's the number of changes, it's not a lot of changes, but I've heard other people may, thinking it's going to be more changes than that so i don't yeah those would just be the ones that might be leaked to the media yeah i mean i'm hoping to see cleveland burke lake front airport course um we'll see if matt colleague was able to pull that one off you know at least on the xfinity series would be nice but maybe it was too good of a track so we won't want to do that we'll go maybe if we get them on you can ask them yeah you don't even need uh, that traction compound for it <laughs> What is this rundown? You got a lot, like you didn't take a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was pretty flustered. <laughs> like, like you, got stuff from, from you got stuff from like five episodes ago. I'm almost getting ready to read. <laughs> those so those are the only changes. So hopefully IndyCar doesn't sabotage uh, the Cup Series when they go to WWT. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, they sabotaged that Xfinity race. That guy pulled the plug on the lights. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't know what to... Because the truck race was good. I thought the truck race was good there, but I don't like trucks don't always translate to the, the cup. So yeah, I guess you won't know until you race there. That's true. But and it is he, a good area. Uh, it is a good area that, you know, they sort of need a race. They lost Chicago land. Uh, who knows what's going on there? Aren't they? I heard they're putting a big mall in there or something. Uh, I don't even know. But, uh, and, and the other closest race is uh, Kansas and you know that state's really wide so it's really far away so be interesting to see we will break all that down next week if it is in fact released the last news item for us this is pretty disappointing kyle bush was fined fifty thousand dollars for safety infraction at darlington uh i think nascar scared of bush uh i think he should have been fined or suspended for all the antics he's pulled this year and the, the shit that he talks um, so I thought it should have been much more harsh. Yeah, it like first of all, he should have got it for the pit car incident, and then this should have been the second. It's it's a pace car. Pit pace car. I know that pace <laughs> car. Well, he probably did something to a pit car at some point. Too. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, he should have got someone. He rear-ended the pace car, and they didn't. So this left this as his first offense even though it should have been as a second offense. And I think even as a first offense, it was awfully dangerous. And, you know, I try to respect Bob Pockris, really good at getting news, 
but yesterday he, he well two days ago in podcast world he uh he went blabbing on and on about how he didn't even think he should have got a fine and it's like what world are you yeah. in and then he's like oh the cones aren't there to block off the garage area they were there just to tell the drivers to go around it because of some timing device he said they had to go a certain distance for the the lap to be recorded when you go into the garage but no one told the people walking around on the other side of the cones that yeah. they think a car is not supposed to go there and i i don't know i just i don't know the number of points i just thought some points should have been docked I yeah. won't go as far as he should sit out a whole race, but I thought maybe 20, 25 points, just something to sting. Cause I don't think $50,000 stings. Yeah, it doesn't. And it's not going to stop him from doing it again. So yeah, maybe Bob Pockers is even in, more scared of Bush than NASCAR. And what irritates me even more about it, he wasn't getting back, going back to the garage in a, like a hissy fit to try to get the car fixed. He was just putting the car in the hauler. He had all effing night yeah. to do that. He could have went half a mile an hour. Yeah. But he was in a hurry to be a titty baby. And NASCAR's yeah. like, oh, you could be a titty baby. We don't care. Yeah. So you're this is one thing we agree on. I gave my opinion. You should be. Yeah, you're our favorite titty baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So that is it for news around NASCAR. Uh, previewing the Xfinity races. They go bowling 250. We love bowling. Yeah, as uh, most people don't know, uh, Loose Lug Nuts podcast, we want a Habitat for Humanity uh, trophy um, for the lowest score at the local Habitat for Humanity bowling fundraiser. So Yeah, we raised money on. to build a, build a house, ah. and they did build the house, actually. I did see that, so there shout you go. out to uh, Habitat for Humanity. But yeah, we love bowling. We love going. We got badass shirts, flaming skulls on them. Yeah pretty sweet uh the race will be at 2 p.m eastern on saturday on nbc sports network and the motor racing network 250 laps so the 250 makes sense for the first time it feels like all season the 187 and a half mile stages of 75 75 and 100 no qualifying so the lineup reads austin Cendrick is on the pole followed by harrison burton noah gregson and justin haley in row two Justin Allgaier and Jeb Burton in row three, Jeremy Clements and AJ Allmendinger in row four. Uh, row five, we have Myatt Snyder and Michael Annette. Just looking at 187 and a half miles isn't a very long race. No. I mean, it's only a three quarters of a mile track. Yeah. And I still can't believe they're not to the playoffs yet. It seems like they've been racing forever. Well, they got two races left. Yeah, two races. But we do have. Uh, I don't, I don't really want to call him a bushwhacker, but uh, Dale Jr.'s in the race. Do you call him a bushwhacker? Uh, he's a press whack, whacker. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My, my Mike Whacker. So we do have uh, two regular, two races left in the regular season. Uh, we have nine drivers that are clinched. There's Austin Cendrick, AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, uh, uh, Justin Haley. Both Burtons, Myatt Snyder, Daniel Hemrick, and then Noah Gregson uh, got in with his win. Last week, he was going to make it regardless. All he needed was 11 points. Uh, clinch with points. Uh, if there's a repeat winner or a win by a driver who cannot advance to the playoff, Jeremy Clements and Brandon Jones could clinch by being 56 points above the fifth winless driver in the standings. 
so that's a lot of math. Uh, don't want to dumb down our listeners. Uh, the same point requirement listed below would hold true if a new win came from Daniel Hemrick or Harrison Burton. Wow. I'm doing the math on that. It seems to work out. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows if I copied that right? That could be from three weeks ago. With uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, on the bubble, uh, Jeremy Clements is in tenth points, and he's seventy-eight points clear. Brandon Jones is eleventh with six in sixty-five points clear, and then Riley Herbst holding on to that last spot by forty-six points. Michael Lynette is currently on the outside looking in. Yeah, and you know. Maybe Junior's in the race. Maybe Junior helps uh, wreck a couple people so Michael Nett can win and get in. Or if he's a good uh, team owner like Kyle Busch in the truck series, he would push yeah, uh, Michael Annette to victory. Yeah. So Saturday's race is the 75th Xfinity race at Richmond. Forgot to change that. And first time this year, last season, Justin Allgaier swept both races. And if he wins uh, on Saturday, he would be the third driver in series history. Uh, to win three consecutive races at Richmond. There you go. That would make him one of the favorites. Yeah. God, did any of us pick him? Uh, nope. <laughs> only an idiot. <laughs> only, a, only an idiot wouldn't pick Justin Hallgaier. Yeah. So we'll see who we picked when we get down to the bottom. So as we mentioned, Dale Jr. is back behind the wheel uh, for Richmond. The two-time NASCAR Xfinity Series champion is 142 series starts with 24 wins. 70 top five, 94 top tens, and 10 poles. Uh, his most recent win in the series was actually at Richmond in 2016. So uh, every year um, uh, since he's retired full-time, he's always raced one in Xfinity. There you go. Keep the streak alive. And then uh, if you want to talk about the uh, badass paint scheme we'll have. Yeah, I don't recognize the 20th anniversary of the uh, 9-11 attacks. Uh, Number eight, Junior Motorsports Chevy is going to recognize those uh, lives lost during the attacks with a special United for America paint scheme with longtime partner Unilever. Um, The scheme is going to mirror the 9-11 Memorial and Museum's tribute and light. Um, It's a powerful tradition that began in 2002 in New York. From dawn to dusk. Twin beams extend four miles in the sky above Manhattan, reflecting the shape and orientations of the original Twin Towers. Have you ever read before? You need to have more emotion when you read. That was so monotone. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm learning from our leader in charge up there in the in the Washington. Uh, we stay away from politics. Oh, no, I'm just damn it, jeez. <laughs> Uh, the number eight uh, blue and white scheme will feature four spotlights, each representing the Twin Towers, the Pentagon, and the Flight 92 Memorial Site. So maybe it will be on uh, in our favorite paint schemes. Maybe a little spoiler. We will see. Go ahead. I was going to do this part. Oh, okay. I, okay. Know, I didn't let's, need to read it. I, some, I know no, this. Let's hear some emotion. I, <laughs> the battle for the regular season rages on. The Dinger, Almondinger's in first place. He's got 955 points. He's one point ahead of Austin Sendrick, who had been leading all year up until two races ago um, when Dinger scored the, the win. So it's going to come down to the wire, and that's huge because you get 15 playoff points. Yep. And right now, looking at the playoff 
points. Oh, I got to find it again. I thought I had it loaded up. Uh, right now, uh, Austin Sendrick is, has 34 playoff points compared to Almendinger's 23. So it's really screwed. Uh, Sendrick was his uh, 37th place finish in 39th. So who yeah. are you going to win? Yeah, if you're not first, you're last, unless you're 39th, and then you're really last. <laughs> So who you got to uh, win the go? I, 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 you know, I the more I think about it. It's a bad pick. Cause I think if he's winning, he's going to let one of his teammates win. I'm going Dale jr. He's got eight, eight Xfinity races at Richmond, four wins, six top five, seven top tens. Plus he's got a, uh, you know, he, he's going to teach his boys how to race like the guys at college bros, you know? Yeah. All right, and if he doesn't uh, win, he's got all that pressure because those owner will fire him. What's the uh, over under on how many times the broadcast team interviews Dale Jr. in the race? Four. Four. It's a short race. It's only 187 miles. Yeah. Well, 187.5. I so could get down. another. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, you. Why would you round down? You'd round up. Because I, I said 187, so I had to make it sound like I did for a reason. Uh, I'm going to go with Austin Sendrick. He had a good third-place finish uh, last week after a 37th and 39th-place finish, the two previous races before. Uh, at Richmond, he's got four top-five finishes in six starts, so he's kind of always been the bridemaid, though. But uh, I think he becomes the bride Saturday. Really odd in this race, A, that neither one of us picked Allgaier, even though he's um, – the pick that anyone would but a moron would pick and then uh you didn't pick ty gibbs because you sort of have a man crush on him and pick him anytime he's in a race yeah but uh yeah which we should do who would get our gold bowling 250 last place trophy but we'll be nice because we want people to come on this show. <laughs> all right so let's look towards the cup race the federated auto parts 400 salute to first responders coverage begins saturday night at 7 p.m on nbc sports network and mrn it'll be uh 400 laps which uh put that into my calculator that's 300 miles stages are 800 or not 880 laps 155 laps and 165 laps no qualifying uh, so Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin are on row one, Martin Truex Jr. and Kurt Busch on row two, Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano row three, Brad Keselowski and Ryan Blaney row four, Eric Emerald and Christopher Bell row five. I'm just looking at it. such a weird lap breakdown for the stages. Usually they keep the first two sort of equal. Yeah. And then the third one's a lot longer. This one, they're like, hey, first stage is 80. And then we're going to make the second one twice as long. Yeah. Like, I'd like to be in a room where they decide that. Like, I wonder yeah, what good. A, I think I did my math right. No, you did. Yeah, the math works out. Ends on lap 80, ends on yeah, lap 80. Yeah, no, the math is correct. Oh. I just, I'm just trying to. I don't, know like, if you, I don't know if you know this. I went to Auburn, so my math uh, skills. Like, even, even when they have the race at Pocono, like back to back, the one time it would be like 70, 70, uh, 120. And then the next time it'd be like 80, 85. And it's like, I mean, I guess that's to make it like a different race, even though it's the same race. Yeah. But uh, no qualifying. That's weird. Like, this is the biggest event of the year, like up until now, and you're not yeah. going to qualify for it. It's almost like you don't care. Well, the first race, a little history lesson, the first race at Richmond was in 1946. So lots of history. Right uh, after we got back from the war. Yeah. 
And they, uh, the first nine races, I believe, were on dirt here. Yeah. Uh, active winners. Kyle Busch has won here six times, so you'd be an idiot not to pick Kyle Busch to win this race. Denny Hamlin has won three times along with Kevin Harvick. Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, and Martin Truex Jr. have won twice. And Alex Bowman, Kyle Larson, and Ryan Newman have all won at least or one time. I remember the Bowman win. Yeah, that was earlier this season. <laughs> yeah. So uh, not much to, I mean, Kyle or uh, Denny Hamlin's locked into the next round of the playoffs. Um, we talked about on Tuesday, Kyle Larson uh, pretty much in. It would take a huge, huge, huge uh, mess up on his part for him not to uh, make it in, but he hasn't officially uh, clinched yet. Everybody else, not a lot of good performances as we talked about. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it is odd. Some people have been good all year like are on the boat like chase elliott is on the bubble yep i know that makes you sad it makes me yeah. sad that he doesn't win more often because uh the bogos yeah well yeah, right they're... so right now alex bowman kyle bush william byron and michael mcdowell would all be out if the uh if the cutoff point was right now well if the cutoff was right now that i feel like they would have screwed the drivers because they thought there was two races left yeah, but I'm just saying, like those, like those guys right now, they need to you know, fix it. You know what I'm saying? It's just busting your balls on that one. I used to like to do that, like at baseball. I'd be like, "Oh, if the season ended today, the <laughs> Cleveland Indians would be in first, but all the fans would be in uproar because they have 80 game tickets." <laughs> games but it 80. is interesting, like looking at it, Christopher Bell. Um, is five points clear the cutoff. He's in ninth. Chase Elliott's in tenth. He's four points clear. Eric Amarola is eleventh. He's only three points clear. And then Tyler Reddick and Bowman are actually tied. Um, but I'm not sure how Tyler Reddick would get in before Bowman. Yeah, I didn't get that either because I, I because Bowman has three uh, race wins. Maybe it's who's finished higher in the playoff races. Oh yeah, that might be true. That's um, just what we know. Yeah, we probably should have oh, looked into that. You know, let's, yeah, Reddick, let's make this really, silent and then we can it, drop in. No, like, it literally like, says here in the notes, Reddick currently holds the tiebreaker between the two due, due to his better finish at Darlington. Yeah, so yeah. So, yeah, you were right. It's like we know what we're talking about. So the these last couple races, like playoff, like stage points are huge. And so each end of each stage is going to just be – a banging especially bristol next week that's gonna be that's all they're always banging there in bristol but this is gonna be more banging just yeah. banging all right who you got as your uh long shot to win i'm going ross chastain he should have won last week uh ganassi is coming on strong and uh that's gotta have pitball uh, pit <laughs> i'm just gonna stop saying the word pit that fucks everything up uh, pitbull has got to be all horned up ready to go next year yeah. take over the reins of this team Justin has been really good lately. I'm impressed with him. Uh, my long shot, uh, if he doesn't get into an accident, then of course, that's Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Uh, here at Richmond, he has a top five and two top tens. I really liked your long shot. I always pick him as my long shot. but That's why I hurried up and snatched yeah. <laughs> My long shot was either going to be him or uh, Chase Briscoe. Oh, all right. Although Chase had a couple, a couple good runs and then he wasn't so good last race. Yeah. Um, I'm going Brad Kozlowski for my winner. Yep. Uh, his uh, last 10 races in Richmond, he has one win, four top fives, seven top tens. And I think as the last 11, he's got two wins. I'd have to go back and look. Because um, I remember 
last race when I looked at the top 10, I thought he was a shoe in, uh, but I didn't pick him for some reason. And he's the this I found more interesting. He's one of only two drivers with 10 lead lap finishes in the 10 the last 10 races at Richmond. Really hard to finish on the lead lap here. Yep. Um, he and uh Kyle Bush. Oh. So you like you'd I be, left you'd it be open. A huge idiot if you did. I I left it wide open. You would be a huge moron not to I pick, can't pick him though after his antics last week. Yeah, That's I just feel like thing. it's not uh I analytical. feel like I feel like auto racing karma is going to get him this weekend. So that's you why know, when you're ever, whenever you're at like a casino gambling, you should never like, you know, let emotion get into it. Like you should always stick like, Hey, if your minimum bet's 20 and then you lose yeah. a bunch in blackjack, you should never be like, Oh, I'm going to put a hundred down. Cause I haven't won in a while. Yeah. So you, like really when you're picking, you shouldn't bring emotion into it. So I did. And I picked Denny Hamlin to win. He's a three-time winner here. And also Kenny Wallace, our friend predicted, predicted him to win again on twitter i don't know if you saw that i did not i need to catch up on my friend and see what he's been up to yeah a lot of um, you know what's odd it is the favorite for the race is martin truex and we yeah. didn't even mention him i don't think this whole thingy uh just that except for starting, right now i did yeah he's starting third so yeah all right so that is it for our preview i picked uh, denny hamlin to win ricky stenhouse is my long shot Thomas is picking Brad Keselowski as his winner and Ross Chastain as his long shot. It's time for our favorite segment every week. And we got a bunch of them. It's the paints, our favorite paint schemes. Uh, And you'll notice that usually we stick with four for cup and then either two for Xfinity, two for trucks. Well, since I am in charge of the Instagram and I, I can put up to 10, and you never tweet anymore, so we're not limited to the four that we're normally limited to because yeah. you don't do work. For <laughs> uh, so my favorite Xfinity was uh, I called dibs on this uh, earlier this week. BJ McLeod in the '78 car is uh, the Corvette Parts .net. It's got a twin towers twin towers silhouette right next to the numbers, um, and then an American flag themed paint scheme that kind of goes across. So stars and bars, baby, and we're going to see a lot of that this weekend. Yeah, and in a similar vein, we uh, we noted Dale Jr.'s Unilever unit, uh, United for America car. So we we have that. And then a couple more fun ones. You know, we, we're all for remembering 9-11. It was a, it's something we'll never forget, and it's ingrained in my mind. Um, I was actually living in New Jersey when it happened, so uh, I was close by, and and a lot of people I know were affected by it, but we have some more fun ones. Spencer Boyd, I'm losing track of all the Doge related. <laughs> like, are these all one company? Or are these just different companies spinning off? No, I think it's all one. I don't. I don't know how. I'm not. This isn't a cryptocurrency podcast. So I'm not in on it. Well, that's why Landon Castle won't return my text. Yeah, He's too busy <laughs> um, investing. Yeah, but anyhow, Spencer Boyd in the number ninety mini Doge. It's got, as you imagine, a Doge but Mini on it, oh and gosh. it's a fun paint scheme. And then we love bowling, and Riley Herbst is back in the normally he's in the the black vehicle, uh, Monster Energy, but he's got to go bowling this week. Um, looks pretty badass. And finally, uh, Patrick Emerling in the Captain Pips and Spirit snorkeling car. You know, it's got a fish on the side. We like right. animals. Yeah, pretty badass. Then uh, in the cup, we got a bunch. Obviously, our favorite is 
Kevin Harvick in the number four car. He's in the Hunt Bros Pizza. Hunt Bros. Um, and then we got Ross Chastain in the 42 car in the Be a Moose car. Yeah, and it's also 9-11 themed. And I like the be it's got a moose on the side. We've explained if you want to get on the pain schemes, animals with dogs in front. Like if dog dogs are ahead of any other animal. Except for maybe if you got a penguin on the car, I think we'd probably put a penguin up there. Or a cat because they steal your breath while we... No, cats go to the rear, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so anyhow, um, and then we have, uh, we really liked uh, Ryan Newman. You know how he steals all the food related um, sponsorships from poor Chris Buescher. Um, but he's got an Oscar Mayer. Uh, it, I'd call it a minimalist uh, bacon paint scheme, and it looks awesome. Yep. I've actually retweeted that one, so I do tweet a couple times. There you go. You're yeah. big into retweeting. You don't actually put effort into it. Like, <laughs> well, you're a lot more clever than I am, so you'll get more interaction. And then the, the next few we have are all either 9-11, or it's also uh, Trucker Appreciation yep. Week, which we appreciate truckers. I am... Uh, currently drinking some coffee that I know was delivered to the grocery store by truckers. There you go. So I would not have that coffee. And uh, I got some books that I know were delivered by truckers. So I wouldn't be able to read books. A lot of stuff in life you wouldn't be able to do without a trucker. So thank them if you get a chance. So we got Quinn Howe in the double zero uh, trucker appreciation week truck. We have oh, it's, a, it's a trucker appreciation car. <laughs> the whole week just confuses my pronouns. <laughs> and then we got Eric Jones in the uh, uh, Richard Petty Motorsports. He's got a never forget. Pain scheme looks pretty sharp. Uh, Christopher Bell in the number 20. Uh, DeWalt salutes first responders. And then we got uh, Chris Busher in the Fast NL Ford as a nice. Uh, 9-11 related uh, flag paint scheme. And then finally, Eric Amarola, a never forget. And also Tuesday's Children, which is a, a fundraiser, I believe, for the children of 9-11 victims. Awesome. So a lot of good paint schemes uh, this weekend. Um, be sure to tune in. We got a double header on Saturday. So, you know, if you got multiple TVs in the man cave or living room, put them on NBC Sports Network and then throw on some college football games. Okay, it is, I'm going to be on a bus ride, six-hour bus ride. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to watch college football and NASCAR. And Like I got, like if I added up all the games I want to watch, plus the races I want to watch, I got to squeeze 420 hours of viewing into like a 69-hour window. There you go. So that'll do it for our preview of Richmond. Be sure to follow us mainly on Instagram because Thomas posts more than I do at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap of the two races. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. We hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Never forget, remember uh, 9-11. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap these races. We appreciate you guys for listening. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game Until that racing fever started burning in my brain I started running many stops when I was 13 And won a short track championship when I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me 
Given me the brakes. I must admit she smiled a bit, but it's me that runs the race. 